Dose of Leadership Podcast, Episode 86. Welcome to another episode of the Dose of Leadership Podcast, the show that brings you inspiring and educational interviews with today's most relevant and motivating leaders. Each episode is dedicated to highlight real-life leadership and influence experts who dedicate their lives to the pursuit of the truth, common sense, and courageous leadership. And now, here's your host, Richard Ryerson. Hey everybody, welcome to the show. This is Richard Ryerson. Thanks for tuning in to another episode here. If you're a regular listener to the show, you know how I feel about leadership. It is definitely the difference maker and the deal breaker. You know it's how we grow organizations. It's how we impact lives. And you also know that leadership is something we don't simply talk about here Leadership is the action we are required and obligated to live out. Many of you know that I recently became a John Maxwell certified coach, teacher, and speaker. And with that, I can offer you workshops, seminars, keynote speaking, and coaching, helping you and aiding you in your personal and professional growth through study and practical application of John Maxwell's proven methods. Working together, I can move you, your team, and your organization in the desired direction to reach your goals. You know I'm passionate about leadership here. You know, one of the main lessons I've learned over the past few months working with John Maxwell and his team is that leaders add value by serving others. And I'd like to serve you, helping you reach your purpose, your vision, and your goals through an intentional plan of development. You can find out more information at doseofleadership.com. Contact me. I'm looking forward to assisting you on your journey to becoming a more successful leader. I'm so excited to have on my show Josh Isaac. He's a co-founder and CEO of MySky. He started his first business when he was going to university, and he was offering residential house painting services to homeowners in uh, British Columbia. And he grew that business to 17 employees before deciding to drop out of the Bachelor of Business Administration degree program at a school. Bet you made your parents happy with that. Since then, he's, (laughs) he's tried out other business sectors such as recruiting, outdoor living, and even had a few failed startup attempts. He's 26, He just, or at 26, he decided to approach the online software world and started up a two service as a software businesses. He currently is the co-founder, of, like I said, of MySky. He's a member of the foundation, and that's how I came across him. And I'm interested to hear about that journey. He's part of, you may have heard me interview Dane Maxwell and Andy Drish about the foundation. I'm a huge fan of the foundation and what they do, and this is a real-life example. Josh, welcome to the Dose of Leadership podcast. Thanks for having me. Well, it's Appreciate exciting. being on here. Yeah, you know, we were talking yesterday uh, before the interview, and I think one thing I'm always excited about entrepreneurs and people who've inter- or listened to this podcast, they know that I'm a big fan. And again, I hate putting labels on people, but you are in the millennial generation. I am in the Gen X generation, and I'm a huge fan of entrepreneurship. I've studied it uh, my whole life for the most part, and I've seen and sensed a transition, especially with your age group, and uh, Dane Maxwell and Andy Drish certainly fit into that and with the foundation. I just think um, I'm excited to what I see. I think it's the answer to a lot of the problems that we see in our society, and um, I'm I'm interested to hear about your entrepreneurship journey. So how did you get the entrepreneurship bug? Well, that's a good question. Um, you know, I, I had to make a decision. I was in I was in school and I was doing school, you know, in business uh, at university, and I was running a business there. And I had to make the decision: do I want to keep running businesses or do I want to stay corporate? And the decision factor for me was: I have you know two different lives I can I can make. I can be in the corporate world, and for me, it was like, oh, it's a safe it's a safe world. I have a check no matter what, um, but it wasn't really risky. And I can also go in the entrepreneurship world where it was like a ton of risk, um, a ton of experience to be had there too. But I had to make that choice and I ended up choosing the entrepreneurship world because I just wanted to build something rather than be in something someone else has built for me. 
Yeah. And so how did you come across the foundation? What drove you to the foundation? Um, you know, first things first, I, I saw Dane's, uh, Dane's video he made, he made on his website and then I started seeing him everywhere. I started seeing him on Mixergy, um, you know, all over the place and came to the point where I had an opportunity to actually go into a corporate, um, uh, business and, and make a pretty decent, decent salary. Um, or I had the choice, you know, do I want to join the foundation? So I came across his videos and, and I ultimately chose to, to turn down a corporate offer I had, um, because I saw like basically what, you know, what I saw was that software as a service was a really, really good industry to be in because you can be location free um, and financially free pretty pretty quick if you do it right because you have the monthly reoccurring revenue come in. So you know, I, I, I found Dane and chose to try to learn underneath him. You know, I want to hear a little bit more about the experience with the foundation. I'm always fascinated with it. I mean, people who haven't uh, or aren't familiar with it, you can you can find a whole uh, a bunch of it out. You can and especially, I think the Sam Oven story is a great place, or Ovens, I can't remember how you pronounce his last name, but that story mm-hmm. is a great story, I think, for people who are interested in, in what the foundation can do and start changing mindsets. I'm curious to see what your mindset is. If um, I'm a big fan and I'm a big believer of callings or um, focusing on finding out what your purpose is, is, does that drive you and your entrepreneurship beliefs? Oh, absolutely. Um, I, you know, we were talking a little bit before the show here. I think that that your why is what drives you because, especially when you when you get out into the entrepreneurship world, it's hard. Like I. I've never been sick so much in my life in the last little while because it's tough. So, you know, I always have to draw back to my why and it is what drives me Um, because if I didn't have it, I'd quit. I would have quit a long time ago. Yeah, this weekend, um, a conference I was at and we were talking about this and we were talking about this whole idea of getting stuck and um, a lot of times where people get stuck and I know it is true for me on my entrepreneurship journey that this feeling of stuck, almost this panic feeling sometimes of what do I do next? And I'm always looking for a tactic. I'm always looking for a solution. Mm-hmm. And for me, how I've got unstuck, and I'm curious to what, what you've done, is I've focused and I've got myself around other mentors, other people who have either done it or are doing it and uh, had them get me refocused back on the why or the purpose. How did you get mm-hmm. unstuck or how do you get unstuck? <laughs> Yeah, um, you know, for for me, like even right now, like looking at our business, I even had to kind of take a a, a bit of a higher level view of where we are. Um, for me, right now, the principle I follow um, is: what do I have to do to get my next customer? Because right right now, we're on a race. You know, we built this software and we have customers, but we're still not out, of the, out of the trenches where we have you know 100 customers coming in every month, right? Um, so you know, I, I look to principles when I get stuck and say, what do I have to do to get my next customer? And so I don't want to look at the tactics right away because it just gets you stuck in like, you know, um, you know, a million different things you can do, but just what do you have to do? What's the main thing you have to do this month to move forward and you move your business forward and that's to get revenue for it. Um, so I kind of take a little really high level view of it and then try and work back from there rather than trying to look at all the tactics I could be doing and just get overloaded. Yeah. And I think sometimes too, not only the overloadness that could come down, if that's a word, is overloadness a word? But to be that feeling, I think we created it. <laughs> <laughs> the overwhelming feeling that you have. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I found myself, uh, going back to tactics and they were really not so much tactics they were procrast procrastination tips or techniques they were things that were preventing me from from doing what i really need to do does that make sense does that resonate with you 
Oh, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I find myself so much in the day, like I'm doing, I'm just doing things like I'm either responding to emails or I'm, you know, I'm, I'm on Facebook updating our Facebook page, but it's really just doing things because I don't know what I should be doing. I think that's like the, the, it's totally true. I mean, you, it's just procrastination from where if you took a step back, you look at, you know, why are you doing this? Or, you know, what, what do I need to do right? You know, to move the business forward. I think you would, you would, you would get a clear view of where you should be spending your time. Whereas you know, I, I spend time on the wrong things all the time, <laughs> yeah. but it, it drives me to try and figure out what I got to do right. Right. so, yeah, well, I bring that up because I think it's, I think it's important for people to understand that because it can be a source of inspiration, I think, for people out there because it is, um, there's nothing much more, um, lonely than except than going down the entrepreneurial path. And I think a lot of people, when they first start feeling lonely and start feeling stuck, that they think there's something wrong with them, but that's not necessarily mm-hmm. the case, right? Every entrepreneur has those feelings, correct? Oh, for sure. I have those, you know, I have those every single week, even though our, our business is, is successful and it's moving forward. I mean, it's, I honestly, like, I'll, I'll get kind of vulnerable. You're like, I almost feel like I'm bipolar sometimes. Like, sometimes I'm like, so excited about the business other times I'm like down and I'm like oh, I don't know about this like it's it's all over you're all over the map and, and it's just it's the journey you go on and that's why like you come back to it you have your why and you need that like at, you need that at your forefront and you need you need your business um, like your team to know that like we just hired on a new person uh, today and and we we answered the, the question for me why does my sky exist um, and and we need to you need to be able to answer that with your employees and with yourself because if you don't have that you're not going to stay grounded and at the sign of trouble you're going to you're going to crumble yeah i love that and i love i i think i like highlighting again it's not like i'm trying to to um i think it's important that you peel the layers back and let people know that this whole idea of fear this uncertainty the limiting beliefs as dane talks about a lot that mm-hmm. is so normal for everybody on the entrepreneurial journey i think sometimes we look at the externals we look at the outside i know 30 years ago when i was watching and, and admiring entrepreneurs you never really heard about you never saw the vulnerable side of an entrepreneurship you saw this uh, rough tenacity this edge that you know it's 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 um you know get there first be the pioneer you know take no prisoners and there's certainly you need to have a warrior mentality. I agree with that. You need to have a warrior mentality, but at the same time, you have to be completely authentic on this journey. And um, I think that's what's so inspiring about what Dane has kind of brought towards uh, the foundation. Oh, absolutely. I I, I think that the, the 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 level of vulnerability if you can get deep in in who you are and with people, that's when people connect with you, and that's when people um, want to want to learn about you, and you and then they let you learn about them, right? And that's the beauty of of being around like minded people and and anyone in the world that you learn so much if you can just be honest <laughs> and just tell them really where you're at. Like if you're having a crappy day, tell them that. You know, don't don't mask it. Just let them, let know let them know where you're at. Right? Vulnerability is huge. Yeah, I think that uh, you're talking with, I had an interview with Bob Berg and I posted it the other day and he's big in sales, right? He's a big sales guy learning how to sell um, entrepreneurship and everything else or leadership, all of it in the success and even personal relationships with your significant other, your spouse, your kids, whoever. The, the key, the secret sauce to me is courageous authenticity and vulnerability. It always will be. And I think um, um, all of it is interrelated to me. It's not just leadership, sales, entrepreneurship. It's all wrapped up in one because at the heart of what you're trying to do, trying to get those customers, and again, the, the whole idea, the experience with the foundation of kind of idea extraction and is, is a, building a level of trust. And you cannot build a level of trust unless you're authentic with, the, with the, who you're starting the relationship with. Again, that's what attracted me to Dane probably a year ago. That's how I came across it. And I started going down. Let's talk about the foundation, the process, and, and, and the path. I went. I started going down that path. I joined the, the foundation early on. 
And um, and I told Dane this in, in when I talked to him last week that because of the foundation and because of what he did, that prompted me to start this podcast. And so I may at some point, it is on one of my bucket lists to do what you did and to start the, uh, the software solution. I agree with you. I think it is the, uh, so there's no better way, I think, towards financial freedom to doing what you're doing. Um, but a lot of the elements that he's teaching the foundation, again, prompted me to do what I'm doing now and, and kick off the podcast. And I wanted to, fo- it's something I always wanted to do and I wanted to focus on that. So a lot of the entrepreneurial steps sure. we took with there. Tell me a little bit about the process. When did the class start for you? Was it uh, a year ago or eight months ago? When did you start with the, with yeah, it was, um, yeah, it was October 1st last year. So I think it was at 10 months ago or so. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that- it was, it was, wasn't too long ago. Tell me a little bit in a nutshell of the process, kind of the ups and downs of it. Mm-hmm. Sure, yeah. Um, well, the, the, you know, the first thing is, is you know, you got you to gotta choose an industry. So um, you know, the, a high level of view of the process is, is that you want to choose an industry um, and then basically the idea extracts uh, the, the problem, the main problem in that industry. And then from there, pre-sell your, your, your solution for that problem to the, to the people in the industry. And then from there, you have your, you have your product. So instead of going into... A business thinking, oh, I have this idea that I want to sell to people. You actually take a, an opposite view of it and you go at it where I want to find the problem and then create my idea around that problem. Um, so that's kind of the high level view of it. Um, and then you know, going <clears throat> going going into it, you know, the first step in your question there is just choose what industry you're going to start with. How was it for you to, to? Was it uncomfortable to do the idea extraction process? I mean, was it was it natural for you? Uh, you know what? It, that was actually interesting because I I come back I come from a, a sales background. You know that's that's what I was my skill kind of in my my business as I started my businesses was selling. Um, so I came into the, the the foundation thinking, oh, I you know this is something I'm going to do really well at and 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 not going to have problem. But that was actually the the first time where I where I. Oh, are you there? I do where, where I was scared. Um, you know, I, I came into, yeah, I'm here. Okay. Yeah, can you hear me? Yeah. I oh. lost you there for a second. Oh, can you hear me now? Yep. Go ahead. Okay. Um, so the, the, um, that yeah, the extraction was, was the first time I was actually scared, you know, in, in the foundation where I thought that was going to be a breeze for me. Um, because what I, you know, what you had to do is, is basically approach people you don't, you don't know, um, that you've never talked to. And you had to basically get down and dirty and ask them about what their challenges were in their business. And I was freaked to do that. Mm. So I got, came to this point where I just couldn't move forward. And I was trying, you know, that was the start. You know, you had to, you, you have to, to, in order to, to start a business, um, to, to call people, but I couldn't do it. So I had a challenge there where I had to, um, I, I did, but I had to reach out to people. How, and ask for help. how did you overcome it? Um, it it was honestly, it was, it was actually admitting that I had a problem first. Like I went for a week or so where I was like, oh, like this is fine. And like, I, I wasn't making progress. And I had to basically swallow my pride. Um, and I had to tell, I told people in the foundation community that I was having this problem. I really didn't want to tell them because I was basically, I thought I had this persona myself where I was a good salesperson for me time I can't cold call. I mean, that's the basic thing selling right um so i just swallowed my pride and like i just i told the community that this is what i haven't i'm struggling with right now um i just threw it out there and, and said you know i just want to tell tell you and 
um, I had a response from someone that changed the course of, of my of my direction. Mm. Um, someone responded back and they said to me, you know, Josh, uh, I give you the permission to be outrageous. Awesome. And that was that was that was just the best thing I could have ever heard because in myself I always tell myself Josh you're ridiculous like why aren't you calling these people like what's wrong with you you're failing like you shouldn't be doing this as a simple stuff so I was I would, honestly I was expecting people to tell me those things like seriously like pull up your socks I like, just do it but I it came back where someone's basically telling me like be outrageous like fail i'm okay with that i'm okay with you if you go fail and that gave me the the the, the ability to, to be okay with myself failing so then i just went and did it <laughs> and it was just a, it was it was um it was so uplifting oh i love i that. loved it that's awesome there's so much into that right there that's there's so much that's wrapped up in there that's that's applicable to life and the leadership and everything in general and like you said mm-hmm. there you go and, and you're thinking about going into it it's all about you and the confidence and and it, you just got to Get yourself in the right mindset that you can do it, which is important. But the thing that, that we always miss is the idea, the power of having uh, the mentorship around you and the, the, the like-mindedness around you. And I think that's what helped you get through the process. And I love that, the permission to be outrageous. That's beautiful. I love that. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. It was, it's something that I, I draw back on that. I talk about that so much because it was such a defining moment for me after defining that, that I, I very very much I'm so thankful for that person that did that that's great what is the what was the kind of the aha moment in that idea extraction did you have one did you have kind of a breakthrough yeah you know I, I did um, like I got when you think of idea extraction you can get really big into oh you know you're cold calling and you're you have these set of questions you got to ask and like it's like oh you know how are you doing today you know what what are your problems or business totally not like that like my 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 breakthrough with it was that you have to be real like my the main principles i follow when i call people out of the blue um is to to first communicate your why and then give value to them yeah so say again i just said yes yeah i was agreeing with you oh yeah Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. So, so instead of like having a script that I follow, which was kind of what I was doing in the beginning, now when I call people, like we're we're going to be starting outbound calls again, kind of in a sense, idea extraction again in our business. How I approach it is, I just say, you know, hey, you know, hey, John, how are you doing? You know, um, uh, and then communicate why I'm calling them. You know, I got your your name from here. Um, what I'm what I'm doing is I'm actually just doing some research in your industry, um, and I really want to understand some of the biggest challenges behind uh, painters or whatever whatever industry you're, you're researching, um, and um, and and uh, I, I'm 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 looking to solve them. And I was wondering if you had a chance to if you had a few minutes just to tell me about some stuff you're facing. So if there's anything I can do to help you, I'm here. So and what you've done there is you've basically communicated why you're calling them, and it's, it needs to be a deep rooted rooted why. And then you you've offered them some value, like if he's facing any challenges would love to help and that's so much better than just trying to go through some set um you know set questions and, and that that what i said there changes all the time because i'm just using the principles of you know communicate your why and 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 give value you know, I always find the challenge of idea extraction which and it goes to sales too is is asking and it, it goes to coaching too when i'm coaching my clients the it's always asking the open-ended questions right the idea, and that's kind of mm-hmm. what you're, that's kind of what you're doing with idea extraction. It's kind of like when I'm doing coaching; it's the same thing. Or if you're doing sales, you're trying to find. Um, I mean, they have the answers, right? You don't have the answers. You, mm-hmm. when your idea extraction, don't have the answers. They have it within them, and you're trying to find it. You're trying to extract it. In your case, with with uh, developing a software solution, you got to find that pain point 
that you really, you know, that they, they would just be like, oh my God, I'd love it if you could solve this for me. Mm-hmm. What's the track? I think I, I was never really got into, I, I didn't take it far enough, but how do you get down to the third and the fourth level? What, what are the, how do you, is it, is it just keep asking open-ended questions? Yeah, you know, I think you're right. I mean, everyone, like you said, everyone knows what their pains are, but they may, it may not be on the forefront of their mind. So you do have to ask the right questions to draw that out. And that's what a good coach does. Mm-hmm. Um, what I found is to get down really deep into stuff is it's really, I found personally, and this might not be everyone's experience, but I found personally it's really hard to do that on the first call. So what I like to do, because you're calling out of the blue, you're not like scheduling anything, you're just calling them and you, they may not have time or whatever it is. So what I like to do is on the first call, just open it up, tell them what you're doing, um, do ask a few open-ended questions and then and then if you have permission, keep going. But if you don't, I find that the, the time you get really deep is on the second call. So you just mm-hmm. want to set up um, you know, a second call and say, you know what, I, I'd love just to dig a little deeper with this when you actually have some time. You know, we can maybe sit down if they're in your if if they in if they're in your um your city, you can sit down with them. Um or or if they're not, you just do it even do an in person Skype call. It's just more personal. So I find like developing that connection and setting up a second call was huge for me. Um, rather than trying to put all the pressure on, oh, I got to get down and you know, deep into the third, fourth level pain on the first call, the first time I meet this person, um, it took a little pressure off thinking of it that way. All right. So, how long did it take once you're in the foundation? How long did it take for you to come up with the business idea? I mean, was it uh, what month did you think, hey, I'm onto something here? Did you go through a couple ideas like that before you finally nailed one? Yeah, for for me, um, you know, I, I started like I don't know if I I think in the bio you said I started two different um, different ideas and one succeeded, one didn't. Um, the the other the one of them it took um, it took about a month or so I think for me. Like I I found a bunch of different you know it was it, the industry I chose um, when I started the foundation was quite easy to for me at least it seemed like to find a bunch of problems um, and one of them it took about a month to just to see a reoccurring one come along. Um, so yeah, it was about a month, but like when you idea extract, you're going to get a bunch of different challenges and problems. It just, you're, the, the goal of it is just to find the one that's mentioned the most. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, tell me a little bit about the, the, the friendships that you maybe even created from, from the clients did, I mean, I, I guess when, when you go to, it's almost like you said a coaching relationship, have they become friends? Mm-hmm. I mean, are they, are they, they're, they're meaningful customers now, aren't they? Yeah, in a sense, they. I mean, they are. I, mean, I care so much about our clients because the reason why is because they believed in me, you know. And they, and they, and these clients that you have now, like your first ones, they, they, they've basically said, "Hey, I trust you that you're going to build something that's going to solve my pains, even though you've never done it before." Yeah. Um. So it's so powerful. Like I, I would actually what, I, what I'm doing is I'm. I, I'm sending thank you emails, like personal ones to all of our clients just for just for being in, in our beta program with us because it means so much to us. So yeah, we you have this relationship where you're like, hey, your first name basis, they're at you act they access you email whatever you want because they've just been there from the ground level. Um so definitely you build you build a connection with them and you want to do anything for them, right? Um yeah. so yeah, definitely build big connections. I wouldn't say I'm I'm friends with them where I go hang out with any of them, right? but they live all over. They don't really live in my my area. Um but definitely there's a there's a connection there because for me, I mean I I I'm so thankful for them. Did you get them to finance some of your project before it was built? Did you? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. So we did pre-sell. Like I, I, I on um on on our MySky, we pre-sold about um before, about sixty five hundred to seven grand or so wow. um, worth of worth of product. 
um, so so yeah, we 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 de- they definitely have yeah they they've been a, they've they've put some financial money into it for sure. Great. And then what about um, I don't know. T- so tell tell me a little bit about the product. I know I was looking at it before the interview. Tell us a little bit about my sky. Here's your chance to plug mm-hmm. it and let everybody know what what it's about. Sure. Yeah. So my my sky kind of bred out of a realization that they're. Um, you know, there's there's CRMs are out there, so their CRMs are, are is a is a program that would help um, businesses through their sales process and just being able to track, you know, what stage a potential client's in and are they at sale yet or are they, you know, in your prospecting process or whereabouts are they? Um, and there's systems out there that do that. But when we started just kind of getting into the market, we found that there was, um, you know, there's there's systems that everyone knew like Salesforce and Zoho, but they were built, you know. Ten years ago or so, when the and the and the user interface, so like the way the product looks, the trends have changed so much that it's actually quite complicated to use right now. Um, and they have 350 features, whereas um, it's so it's really good for a big business. And whereas a small businesses, they don't want to use all those features, so it gets very complex. So what we found when we were calling businesses um, was that they're crying out for a simpler system to use rather than the Salesforces. So that's what we built. We built a simple tool just to manage your, your sales process for the small business. Interesting. You know, one thing I find even when I'm trying to find clients and coaching clients and speaking engagements and clients, it's, you know, all those, like you said, I can relate. The, the, the ones that are out there are, they're just a little too cumbersome. They're a little too big for what I'm trying to do. I just need some, you know, something because I'm sending so many emails out. I'm having so many phone calls and it's the same with getting interviews for this show. I mean, it get, can get a little overwhelming, you know, you're managing. So it sounds like that's something that could, um, there's a definitely a need for it. I could definitely see it. If, am I on the right track? Is that what would it be? Someone like me trying to use, um, trying to just keep keep my prospects in, in in check in line and more visible. I guess. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. So it, it'll manage that process for you, rather than a small business owner trying to do that on Excel or Word, or then you know better yet on this big clunky system that costs them you know a, a ton, uh, you know 150 bucks a month or something like that. Um, where and it's just you know hard to use. So we we provide a really you know easy to use interface. Um, that just lets you see exactly where people are in your funnel and allows you to, you know, to, to see who you need to call, you know, at the right time. So that, that's what we built. And we found that most people like maybe even like yourself, like they just aren't using any systems because, um, for whatever reason. So we're, we're basically out there educating people on how it can help with sales. Oh, great. Yeah. For me, it's just, I have multiple email accounts you know, I do everything almost on my iPad because I'm so mobile mm-hmm. all the time. Right. And so I'm, it's easier. And then when I get home and I get on my Mac and then I'll, I'll do a lot of cleanup, but man, a lot of times I'll be like, I'll have something to come across or someone will call me and, um, I can do things on the iPhone, but that pulling out the iPad, I need a little, something, something easier to type, you know what I mean? And, uh, mm-hmm. and, uh, it's challenging to keep track of who you did. In fact, I share a story. I almost, I almost forgot because I was traveling to Orlando last weekend and I forgot that, uh, I had a, a huge interview set up and I'd set it up. And I did it all through email, and then I kind of forgot about it because I, you know, went through a hundred more emails in the last three or four days when I came back, and I just happened. This is a true story. Last night I was going through just cleaning up, kind of going through everything, and I'm like, oh my god, I got an interview that was scheduled at noon, and I didn't even, I, I would have totally forgot about it if I hadn't. Um, so there's got to be a better system. So yeah. Yeah, no, absolutely. And that's, and you said that you said a big thing there. I mean, the thing that the trends are with online software is obviously mobility because people are, are everywhere. So, you know, with our system, a big thing is that you can access it 
from your, your iPhone or your iPad or your tablet, whatever, whatever you're using that has either, you know, 3G or, or, or internet, um, you can access it. And because everyone's mobile, right? You don't, you know, you're not going to be at your home computer, um, all the time. So you can access it with any device. So that's big. So how did it feel to finally get this thing launched? I mean, did I mean, here you are a year later? It, are you yeah. where you are, have you exceeded your expectations? Are you where you wanted to be? I mean, I know you're never satisfied. You're always going to keep going up there <laughs> and striving. But but are you surprised at where you're at? You know what? That's a funny question because it, it's so true. Like I'm never satisfied. Like mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, we could have launched with a thousand people. I'd be like, no, no, we need we need two thousand. That's you know? okay. Um, <laughs> so yeah, no. I mean, I, I'm very happy with where we're at. Absolutely. I mean, um, I, like I told you, I, I you know, I've 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 been I've been going. We've been going hard for so long. That's why I've been getting sick so much, even too, just because we've been in the trenches of starting a business. But it's been it was so awesome to launch, and we launched with around eighty to to, to ninety, um, uh, you know, people that were kind of coming out of our beta, which is great. Uh, and I was really happy with that. Uh, but what I'm even more happy with is that in a lot since we launched, we've 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 closed a few people from free trial to paying user, which is really cool to see, kind of after beta. Um, so it's neat to see that that we can kind of get that that system going of of closing people outside of our beta product, um, you know, onto the new system. So yeah, I, I'm really happy, but never satisfied. I mean, we want to we want to do some big things with it. Definitely, yeah. and I see there's potential there. Yeah, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. You don't want to settle for mediocrity. You don't. You don't ever want to feel like you're on a plateau because if you feel like you're on a plateau and you're happy with where you're at, then you're setting yourself up for a fall. So I'd rather you <laughs> constantly look and striving upwards yeah. as, as as an uphill climb to success forever until the day you check out. So yeah, so don't 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 settle. But I guess I'm curious too, especially with the age that you're at. Are you 26 or are you 27? I'm, I'm 26. So yeah. you're 26, and so have you ever really considered yourself a leader? Do you do you understand um i'm going to tell you right now from the outset you have a lot of natural leadership abilities but do you consider yourself a leader number one or have you intentionally thought about that yeah you know and and i've kind of been given that role in our company um you know i've i've been given a leadership role in it um i've always wanted to be a leader um and and i think i do have some qualities but the, the thing of i'll be really vulnerable here the thing about it like i see all my faults so it's really really hard for me sometimes to think I'm a good leader, even though I may be a good leader. But like when I look at myself, I see, oh, I need to do that better or or I, I need to be more assertive here or whatever it is. Like I see these things where I have so, so far to go to be a great leader, um, even though I'm in that leadership position. But I, 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 so I would answer your question, I guess I could, yes, I consider myself a leader for sure, but um, I definitely see I have a long way to go to be a good leader. Well, and I think that's with anything. I, it's, it's, it's a, a sign of maturity to say that number one, yeah, I got a lot of weaknesses. I'm, I'm going to work on them, and, and again, being vulnerable about it, I think, is is the key to successful leadership. I mean, there's always things you got to be working on, but it's the same with entrepreneurship, you know. And I think that's one of the that's what I think is great about um, kind of the mindset I see at least of people that are kind of involved in the foundation. And maybe that's a process of the selection process that that Dane and, and Andy go through. They seem to attract, um, or the people that make it through or stick through it, they all have. Um, a sense of um, again the why and the purpose of what they're doing. It's not all about just you know making a buck. Mm-hmm. It's about time freedom. It's about financial freedom. Of course, that's why everybody's in this in this game. But at the at the deeper sense, it's about you know what is your purpose and making making the place a better place, right? Absolutely, yeah. And and, and I think that's you know I, like we said before. I mean that's what makes you successful is if you have that deeper. If it's just money for you. I mean, you're, you might make some money, but I mean, it's just not going to be as fulfilling for you, and you're probably going to going to quit be, you know, at some point because it's going to get too hard. And you're not going to make anything in the beginning. So, no, definitely a why is huge. 
Well, and that's why there's so much crap out there on the internet. I mean, there's so much get rich quick or, you know, uh, I think, I don't know. I just think all that, there's so much crap out there and that's what, mm-hmm. what you're doing and what, what the foundation is professing is, is refreshing to me. Maybe there's more of the stuff that like out there and maybe it's existed and maybe I'm naive to it, but it just, mm-hmm. it seems like it's different or there's something, there's something afoot or there's some, some kind of movement afoot, I guess. I think you're right. I think there is. I mean, I, I, you know, I definitely caught it. You know, I definitely saw the saw the vision of it, and I, I definitely, you know, obviously going through it, I believe in it. I mean, I, I'm going to go back and be a coach. Um, you know, hopefully in the foundation, we're just kind of going through that process now. But I, um, I love it. It's it's just it's something that's so much more than starting businesses. It's it's starting to like I was telling you, it gets to the core of who you are. I mean, when you start businesses like this, especially you know from scratch, like even you know, I mean, you you kind of meet yourself. Yeah, <laughs> you meet right. all your your flaws and your strengths and then you have to you have to grow that's right and that's what's so cool about it well it's great i think you know i just realized we're giving a big commercial for the foundation so we need to make sure dane and andy give us a little uh a cut on the commissions where people are signing up, right? <laughs> for sure. <laughs> well, Josh, it's a great story. I'm, I'm happy for you. I think it's great. Um, I love your attitude. I love, I love your tenacity. I love, I love the vision. What you're doing. What's next for you? Oh, and next, yeah. I right, right now. I mean, we we have our, our goals of what we want to get for users. We want to have a thousand paying users by the um, by the year mark. So August first, two thousand fourteen. Um, and from there, you know, my 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 big thing is uh, my bigger vision is that I want to be an inspiration for people. I want to coach them. I, I love coaching startup people. So people like going through the same process I'm going through. So what's next for me is, um, you know, I, I want to keep doing what I'm doing so I have the experience to coach others and show them through through how to do this process. Fantastic. I love that. I love that. And that's a, that's a great, great place to be. And then I applaud you for your, uh, for that mission right there. So how can people find, uh, what else can they find you? I guess it's my sky is the next, it can work. With people yeah. Too. Yeah. So our website is, is get Um, they can, I love connecting with people. So anyone can email me at Josh at get or, um, catch me on Twitter at Josh underscore Isaac and Isaac spelled I S A A K. Okay. I love to connect with anyone. I'll have links to all that on the post when I get this posted. So, Josh, it's been a true pleasure. I'm glad to have you in my circle, and I look forward to staying connected with you, and and thanks for coming on the show. Absolutely. Me too. Thanks for having me, Richard. Appreciate it. Talk to you soon. See ya. Richard invites you to become a part of the Dose of Leadership community. Visit doseofleadership.com and sign up to receive his free Common Sense Leadership eBook, a guide that highlights how all of us can learn to become calm, confident, consistent, and courageous in all aspects of our lives. Richard is also available as a speaker for your next event. Richard specializes in practical leadership and change management. He has a philosophy of inspiring everyone to think and act like a leader, which is based on timeless natural principles and common sense. You can get more info by visiting doseofleadership.com.